Hey, Bam. Mommy. Hi, Mommy. Hey, Bam. That's my name. Don't wear it out. Hey, y'all. It's me, Bam Lush, back at it again. Um, So, today, I think I want to talk about... What do we want to talk about? I want to talk about dating. Because... That's where I'm at in life right now, and um, it's very fun right now. It's giving fun, and I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited to go on these dates. I'm excited to tell these men my boundaries. I'm very excited to implement everything that I have been working on with myself and making sure that I don't lose myself. I don't let. I don't have no gray area. When it comes to dating, that it is very black and white, and they know, and they either choose to do so, or they gotta go. And that's how I'm feeling, and I just want to talk about that, because I know it takes most women, it takes most women a long time to start dating again after having a kid, if they're not with their child's father, um... Because, yes, you can technically date right after you pop a baby out. There are some women who actually find their person right after they have their baby, and it works. But in my case, you know, we had a little trial and error. And now that I am fully healed and I am fully aware of everything that I need to do in order to have a healthy relationship with someone. Um I'm excited to see where it goes. Like this last trip that I had, um it was work and play and I am very grateful for the playtime that I had because it made me realize like you don't have to be such a square now that you are this spiritually enlightened and um boundary setting person it's okay to have fun still like it's okay to still tap into that side of yourself that you were before your kids before all the drama before the heartbreak and all of that it's okay like it's okay to infuse that part with your new self and show that in your dating life like I don't everybody that I go on a date with is not going to be the one they're not but I feel like now that I am in the headspace to actually date I can implement and try new things so um not everybody that asks you on a date is going to be, I don't know, perfect for you. But you can learn how to set a boundary on that date. Or, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have to be what it has to be in your mind. Like, I know that I want a life partner. I know that I want to be married I know that I don't want to be polygamous. I know that I don't want to share nobody in no way with another person. Um, 
I know these things. So now that I know these things, I can move accordingly, but I can have fun. Like I want to go dancing and because for some reason, as a person who was a dancer, I have never really dated dancing men or men that can dance. Most of the guys that I have seriously dated, like seriously dated, not like, you know, y'all know what I'm talking about. Like a serious date or serious relationship. Most of them did not know how to dance. Um, or at least half of them, I should say. And that's not okay. Like that's a deal breaker. And it's, well, I don't think it's a deal breaker. As long as you're open to trying to learn or to to dance with me. You don't have to be the perfect dancer because, I mean, there are people who dance better than me. But you need to know how to bust a groove. You need to know how to bust a wine. You you know what I mean? Like a little two-step or something. Have, have a signature dance at least. So when we go on the dance floor, like, I know you're going to be able to keep up with the beat or something. Like, I think that's something that I have learned that I need in a person. And it's okay. So if you don't know how to dance (laughs) and you're not willing to learn how to dance, don't ask me out. Um, yeah, so... I think now that I'm in this space and time, I'm really excited to see what the dating life like holds. Um, I know that I want to date um, purpose-driven men. Do you have to be making six figures right now? No, you do not have to. But you need to be purpose-driven. So you need to have a goal. You need to know exactly how you're going to get there. And if you don't know how you're going to get there, then you need to be open to us talking it out, working towards it together. Whatever it is, like, even if your business or your career is in its infancy stage, that's okay. Because, I mean, I'm 28 and... I decided that I want to change gears in my career. And instead of being a full-time stylist, I want to be an interior decorator. Um, It's still styling, it's still creating, it's still designing, but it's in a different field. And sometimes you have to forfeit those years of experience Um in another field to get where you want to go. Um, and that's fine, but you have to have to, you have to have some type of end goal. Um, so that's one of my, I guess, non-negotiables. Um, now you can't not have a job (laughs) only because I only say that because Yes, I have been doing this by myself for these six years. I would say seven, seven years as a single parent. But if you are going to be my person, you need to be able to add to what I'm doing. And if you cannot add to what I'm doing with myself and my children, because they come with me and they are at the age where 
I mean, they're technically still babies. Like, I have a two-year-old. He just became a toddler. Um, My other kid, I mean, he's technically a little kid now. He's not a toddler, but they're at the age where you have to pour into them a little bit more um, than if they were, like, preteens or teenagers. So... If you can't add to what I'm doing, then, I mean, I would say that that's a deal breaker in a sense for me. Um, What else is a deal breaker? What are y'all deal breakers? I want to know. Y'all need to tell me because my deal breakers have definitely changed (laughs) the way that I want to live. Excuse me. Oh, my God. The way that I want to live... has definitely changed. Like, I was just talking to one of my other friends. She's a mom, and she just had her second baby. And she's just, like, having all of these revelations as to how, you know, what works best for her as a parent. And I feel like I've been having revelation as to how I want my life to go. And because I am someone who has been doing this by myself for seven years... I want help and I'm willing to pay for help. And I was talking to one of my friends and he's a dad and he was a single parent um, up until recently. Um, He was like, why would you pay for a babysitter? You have your son, your, your, the little baby has an older sibling, like they can watch him. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. But I'm not going to make him watch him all the time. Like, he's 14, 15. He want to go out and be with his friends. And he can't go because he has to watch his baby brother all the time. I don't think that's fair. Now, here and there, yeah, like, you're his brother. And that's a responsibility, not a responsibility, but that is something that you should do. Because you love him and you love me and you know that I need help. But it should not be an obligation. And because I am starting to travel more for work and I'm trying, I'm starting to just build my empire. And that requires me to shake and move a little bit more. Um, I'm willing to pay for the help. I'm willing to get a nanny or a babysitter, whatever you want to call them, um, a caregiver. There's so many names for them, but I'm willing to pay for that. I'm willing to invest in that because that is something that's going to give me sanity at this point in life. Now, will I keep a nanny later on? Um, I don't know because I do plan on being in a relationship and I plan on, you know, having that person, but... I still feel like, I still feel like everybody should have help. Regardless if you're a single parent or not, you should have help with your baby, your children. Because we are human and we get emotionally drained and depleted and we cannot do it all. Whether you have just your single body or two bodies in the home, it is, it takes a village and I really, really want to bring that back, that essence back. Like, 
when I was little, my mom had help. Like, my dad was a little, he was in and out. He wasn't around all the time. And she had help. If she couldn't pick me up from school, my aunt, I would go home with my aunt and my cousins. Or they would bring me home. Or things of that nature. Like, it takes a village. And if I had to pay for my village, I sure will. Because all my friends are my age. Most of my friends don't have kids. Um, The only other friend that I have that has kids, if she's not even a friend, she's a cousin, um, it's my friend, my cousin Kia, and she was on season one. That's the only person. Everybody else are single humans, and I can't expect for my friends in their mid-20s to stop what they're doing to always help me with my kids because they didn't have them. I did. And, um, granted my friends and my family, they always help whenever they can, but I need the stability of knowing that this person is going to show up at this time when I need to do this on this day. I know that I can call this person And they're going to be there. I don't have to bargain. I don't have to persuade. I don't have to ask 10 people just to get a yes. I know it's the certainty right now that I'm paying for. Um, Another thing that I have realized that I want in my life right now is I want to order food. Um... I'm very much tired of cooking. I have never been the cooking type. I can cook. Um, I always tell people, like, it's not a traditional way of cooking. I cook a lot of seafood because I don't eat meat. Um, And I eat, well, I don't eat a lot of pasta anymore. But I I can make you a mean pasta with some seafood. But mac and cheese and... All of that, like, true, like, cooking in the kitchen, like, more than an hour at the stove, no. And I do not like to do it. It gives me anxiety. And um, it makes me very rigid and annoyed and flustered. And I don't like it. Um, especially when I have two little people running around, running around my kitchen and I barely know what I'm doing. I don't like the feeling. Um, and the boys are not a fan of my cooking either. (laughs) And that is okay. I do not take it personal anymore. Um, I have come to accept that people have certain gifts and cooking is just not one of mine. Do I want to learn how to cook better in the future? Definitely do. But I want to learn on my own time, not as a means of survival for my children. Um, So I do want to find a food delivery service and order plates, like vegan food and plates for them for dinner and lunch. Um, Now breakfast, I got that. I love breakfast. My kids, well, Maddox loves breakfast. Rowan, not so much. But for lunch and dinner, yeah, I'm ordering food because, like I said, I'd rather pay 
for that type of stability right now, that that would bring me peace. That's something that would bring me joy. And um, I know before this aha moment, I would have been like, oh, no, I'm a woman and I'm a mom. I need to know how to cook for my kids and things. They need to see me doing this and all this and that. And it's like, yeah, granted, but if it literally does not bring any joy into the house, Everybody is stressed because I'm always yelling at them when they come in the kitchen because I just automatically feel like flustered when they come in because I barely know what I'm doing. It's not fun for anybody and they shouldn't equate me yelling to a good meal. Um, So it's okay if you want to order food and you don't want to cook. That is very much okay. I am not one of these, um, I'm not letting these men, because it's mostly men, going on these podcasts and these soapboxes talking about, oh, these modern women, they can't cook, they can't clean, they can't do anything. Well, Negro, what are you doing? Are you in the kitchen? Because if you are, you can come cook for us, because I'm not doing it. Now, if I have, when I have my person and we have two people in the house along with the babysitter and I have more time and more mental capacity to learn how to cook, the way in which that I want to know how to cook, because my mom, she can cook, she can throw down, she knows how to cook chef meals and she knows how to cook black mama meals. So... I have been around women who know how to cook, but I don't have the mental capacity at this point in my life. And I'm not going to deplete myself and strain myself to do something that literally brings us no joy. My kids barely touch my food because you can tell that I'm not happy cooking it. So the food doesn't come out tasting amazing. It's edible. It's good, but it's not great. And They're picky at this age, and I'm tired of wasting food. They're vegan. I'm tired of going to the store and getting produce and all of that, and it goes to waste because, oh, this week they don't want that, but next week they do. Like, I don't have time for that. It will save everybody more money and more time to get food shipped straight to my door, and we can put it in the oven or put it on the stovetop and make it. Um... My last revelatory moment that I have had in the way in which I want to live at this point in life is I think that I don't want a traditional, well, I know that I don't want a traditional marriage in the sense of tradition in society's standards. So, um... The whole, oh, he has to live in the house and, oh, he has to have half of a closet and, oh, like all these weird traditions that they have created for us. Because, I mean, honestly, in the Bible, yes, I am a a spiritual person. I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe in God. Um, I am not religious, so that is the difference. But I do believe that 
the Bible has some great teachings in there. And in the Bible, most of the men were not home 365. They were not in the home 365. Um, because most of them were shepherds or sailors or fishermen or whatever professions that take you out of the home for months at a time. Um, and they were fine. They were happy. So I think as my life continues to go on, I don't think I want my person, my husband in the house 12 months out of the year. I am very much okay with us having separate homes, um, which sounds weird because I have small children. Uh, so that would be something that I would have to figure out. But I'm saying that I don't want to force it. Now, if we are so in love and just want to be in each other's skin all the time and he most likely probably will have kids and his kids, um, he has custody of them and they live with us, then cool, we can do that. Like, that is not a problem. I'm not against it. But I want the liberty to choose how how things work for us. And I plan on having multiple homes. Um, so it's not like he would be in a property that is not ours it would be ours it's just I'm not there I'm at the other house and I'm okay with that um I think now that life is going the way that it's going um we can choose what we want and if I choose to have him home then he can be home or we choose for him to be home he could be home if he chooses that he wants to be away for two weeks at the other house then that's fine too we're both human at the end of the day we're both people with feelings and boundaries and likes and dislikes and we don't have to like the same things and you can go off and do the things that you don't like that I don't like to do with you and I can do the same and when we're together we do what we enjoy doing I don't feel like I'm all for compromising yes but I don't feel like We should overly compromise, if that makes sense. I feel like a lot of the older generation um, and their ideas on what marriage is, um, I feel like it leaves a lot of gray space for mostly the women to feel like they have lost themselves in a sense, um, especially when the kids get older and they move out and now they're 40, 50 and they're looking like, wait, I'm not me and I don't like it. Um, so those are three major aha moments that I have had lately about my dating life and my life in general with 
another person. Um, I am still for being legally married. Um, if that's something that he wants to do. I'm also okay with just having um, like a commitment marriage or a spiritual marriage in a sense where we are married before God, but we don't file papers with the government. Um, I'm okay with these things because I feel like as long as God knows your heart, that's the only person that matters. You go before God and you get married and the people that you love. Um, so yeah, those are my, those are my, my little nuggets that I have acquired. (laughs) And so now that I know these things, I know what I'm looking for when I'm talking to someone in the beginning stages of talking to someone, um, to where I won't, we won't waste each other's time. Um, I feel like in your early 20s, you kind of let things go a little longer because it's like, oh, we don't have time. We like we have all the time in the world. And, oh, I think he's attractive. And I kind of like him. But these things I'm not really sure about. But I'm going to still date him and see. And I'm not in that I'm going to date him and see stage anymore. <laughs> So now that I know, I know what to look for. And if that's something that you're not okay with, then we don't need to talk on that level. Um, I am still all for not having sex with anyone or anyone that I'm dating. Um, If we are having sex, if we decide to have sex, then... We need to have some clear, clear boundaries, some clear rules and regulations as to how things are going to go. Because, um, I'm not with the friends with benefits type of thing right now in life. Um, everybody can have fun. Yeah, you could have that one person that you have fun with, um... But if it's not, if there's no intention to go anywhere with it, then you should probably cut it off before feelings get involved. Um. So yeah, that's where I'm at. That's my headspace right now in this new world of BAM dating. And I'm excited to see where it goes, especially because now... Now I know, you know, when you're in your early 20s and like older people are talking to you and they're like, oh, you're going to see or like, you're just going to know and you're not going to do the same things that you're doing now later. And like, now that I'm in my later 20s, I'm two years from 30, which is absurd to me. Where did the time go? But with this newfound wisdom I understand like I know what I know and I know what I want and I'm not going to teeter-totter on the line because I just want to have a good time or just because I want to go on a date if you baby we not doing that so that's that I'm gonna keep y'all up to date on my dating life 
Um, because, I mean, you got to share with somebody, don't you? So, I will be sharing with y'all. Um, I'm not going to make an episode about it every time I go on a date. But, <clears throat> I might share with y'all in my stories on our podcast uh, Instagram. Which is, it's Lush Life. No, what is it? It's our Lush Life. Um, I-T-S-O-U-R-L-U-S-H-L-I-F-E. And, yeah, we're about to get into things, okay? It's going to be a fun ride this summer. My my target, what I would like, not my target, because that sounds like really like crazy. My what I would like is to be in a newly budding situation that's going to turn into a relationship or relationship by the end of the summer. That is what I would prefer, what I would like. Um that's what I want. Is it gonna happen? I don't know. I have to get out there and see. Um, there's somebody that I am very interested in. Um, I like his vibe a lot. Um, I know we're compatible and like personality wise, but it's a sticky situation. It's interesting. Um, there's a friend. That could possibly turn into something. I don't know. He's still a friend. I don't even know if he likes me (laughs) in that way. But I got eyes on people, I should say. Um, Nothing is concrete. Nothing has been shared or divulged or said to each other about anything. But I have eyes on people and I'm just... Letting them come to me, Um, I have learned in my many years now of dealing with the opposite sex that um, I can come off a little strong when I like what I see and I like what I like. And um, I'm trying to learn to let them come to me. I can give them a little Just to let them know, hey, the door is open over here. You can come. But after that, I have to allow them to take those steps. Because what I tend to pursue doesn't last most times. Um, So, yeah. We're we're learning that little balance right now, you know. I'm a New York woman. We tend to be a little bit aggressive, even though, you know, I'm still technically on the more docile side of the spectrum of New York women. Um, When we see somebody, we see somebody, and we're going to let them know. And if they don't act on it fast enough, we might have to go get them ourselves. But that's... Not always the way. (laughs) It doesn't always work out in that way. So I'm learning to read the room. And um, 
move accordingly. And if there's no pages left in that room, then Bam is out the door. But I'm going to stop talking to y'all because I feel like that's a good place to stop. And I'm going to let y'all know in my stories, y'all need to follow the Instagram. It's our lush life. Y'all need to follow the Instagram because I will be chatting these next couple trips on that story. I'm starting to separate Bam Lush Instagram from the podcast Instagram. And I really, really want to get into like some good tea with y'all. So y'all need to follow, comment, share, download the podcast. Even if y'all not listening, turn it on and go in another room. Let it play so I can get my downloads and my streams because I'm not going nowhere and we're only going to get better. So I love y'all. We about to live this lush life, okay? Because it's only getting better from here. I love y'all. Have a wonderful night, day, afternoon, whatever time zone you in. And I'm out. It's Bam Lush, and I'm going to talk to y'all later. Peace.